let your power fall when your name is called prove the doubters wrong God you're still mine and strong so fight this battle for me and help Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday morning that God has decided to wake us up in. Let's go ahead and give God some praise right where you're at, right where you're sitting, right where you're laying, right where you're standing. Let's go ahead and let them know that you love them, that you'll never leave them, that you'll never forsake them. Let's go ahead and give him some praise. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We thank you this morning for breathing your breath into our bodies, O Lord. Heavenly Father, we come humbly but boldly to the throne, O Lord, casting all our cares upon you this morning. Heavenly Father, we come to the throne with grace and thanksgiving on our lips, Father God, in our hearts, O Heavenly Father. We just bless your name right now this morning, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you will do, all that you have done. Heavenly Father, we thank you for keeping your hands around us, Father God. We thank you this morning, O Heavenly Father, for allowing us to dwell in our secret dwelling place with you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we know that we can abide under your almighty shadow by dwelling in our secret dwelling place this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our family, our friends, but most of all, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life, for giving your life so long, long time ago, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for that covenant that you made with us, Father God, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and extended it to us, O Lord. Heavenly Father, we just bless your name right now. We just bless your name right now. We thank you this day, Father God, for your grace and your mercy, because we know that it is new every single day. As we go on our day to day, Father God, let our hearts and our minds stay steadfast on your word, Father God. Heavenly Father, may we hear a word from you today that'll pierce our hearts, change our minds, Father God. Heavenly Father, as we go on our way, Father God, let us be reminded today, Father God, that you sit up high, that you look down low, that you make us lie down by green waters, and you lead us beside still waters. But most of all, Heavenly Father, thank you for restoring our souls for your namesake. 
Heavenly Father, as we go through our day today, Father God, let us lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you, Father God. May we keep our mind in heavenly places and our minds steadfast on your word today, Lord. May we give someone a kind word. Be open to your correction, O Heavenly Father. Be obedient, Father God, for your statutes and your commandments, O Lord. We just bless your name right now, Lord. Hallelujah to your name, because you are worthy to be praised on this day, Father God. We cast all our cares upon you, and we take up your yoke today, O Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen and amen, guys. We just got to plead the blood over our lives. We got to talk to them. We got to talk to them like we talk to our ordinary friends and family. We got to let them know that we love them each and every day. Let them be our God. Let them direct our path, bring us out of the dark into the light. Be obedient, observe, absorb, and observe his word. You know, God loves each and every one of us. And he stands with his arms open wide every single day. All you got to do is walk through him, ask him to meet you right where you're at in your life because he never leaves us we always leave him so bless his name today guys i am so excited to be coming back to you on this friday morning for those of you that follow my regular show on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and all the other listening platforms, Good Pods, I thank you, thank you so much. Those of you that are new to our show, we have been doing this for quite some time now over on 12th Street Talk Back Podcast. And I decided here and there, I would bring it to you live over on the YouTube page, over on uh, the Facebook page, my group, God's Plan. I thank you so much, those of you that are in the group and just putting positive things out there. And I thank you for listening to the show. I mean, just taking a walk through the Bible with me. I just thank you for all that you do and all that you have done so far with the show and just getting God's word out there to the people. So we're going to pick up, guys, where we left off. We left off in Numbers chapter 16, verse 9 on Wednesday. We're going to do a little recap. Uh, We know that Korah and his crew has taken up upon themselves to go to Moses, them and 250 other Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They took it upon themselves to oppose Moses and Aaron. 
And a little backstory on that, guys. If you don't remember when we were talking earlier this year, oh gosh, I got something in my eye. When we were talking earlier this year about the tribes, and these are Levites, but they're not priests. They are people that were put in place to help Aaron and the other priests. And they have called their self rising up. So where we left off on Wednesday, we're going to pick right up. Chapter 16, verse 8. And it goes a little bit like this. Today, guys, I am reading out of my NIV. And Moses also said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites. Isn't it enough for you that God the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near to himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? Has he brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself? But now you are trying to get priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan Dathan and Abram, the sons of Elah. But they said, we will not come. Isn't it enough? that you have brought us out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness. And now you have, you also want the Lord over us. Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or given us any inheritance of fields and vineyards. Do you want to treat these people like slaves? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, do not accept their offerings. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them, nor have I wronged any of them. Moses said to Korah, you and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow, you and they and Aaron. Each man is to take his his censer and put incense in it. 250 censers in all and present it before the Lord. You and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each took, each of them took his censer put burning coals and incense in it and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance to the tent of meeting. And when Korah had gathered all his followers in oppositions to them at the entrance to the tent of the meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, separate yourselves from the assembly so that I can put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell 
face down and cried out, oh God, the God who gives breath to all living things. Will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, say to the assembly, move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abram. Abram, I could never get that way right, guys. Moses got up and went to, da- to Dan- Dathan and Abram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, moved back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abram. And Dathan and Abram came out and were standing with their wives, children and little ones at the entrance to their tents. Then Moses said, this is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all things and that it is not my idea. If these men die a natural death and suffer the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new and the earth opens up its mouth, and swallows them with everything that belongs to them and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, dead, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all these things, the ground underneath them split apart and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households and all those that was associated with Korah together with their possessions. We gonna stop right there. That was Numbers chapter 16, verse eight through 31. And we gonna talk about it, guys. We gonna talk about it. You know, in today's world, we think things like that don't happen, but it does. In different countries, we've had it happen in the past where they've had the ground open up and I believe it swallowed a whole building and there's so many different stories out there. And I don't have my history on that, but I know what I know. And I know that we serve a jealous God. He don't want you to put anything or no one before him. But can you imagine in this day's time with God in our lives, in our hearts, but if he was going before us like he was doing the Israelites, his people, his sons, When he was talking to Pharaoh, he told Pharaoh, take your hands off the neck of my son, my firstborn. He called the Israelite people his people, his first sons. So if you have your Lord and Savior going before you, 
and a cloud by day and a ball of fire by night. And he gives you a promise. I'm going to give you this land. But it's always one bad apple that will spoil the bunch. <laughs> Making people think things, planting seeds of doubt in our heads. That has been on my heart and my mind for about two weeks now as I entered into this chapter. Planting seeds of doubt in the people. These other leaders that went out to count out, scout out the land, come back. Yeah, it is fruitful. It is a land overflowing with milk and honey. However, it has fortified people, giants and, and buildings, and, and we just can't possibly defeat them. And you got Joshua and Caleb saying to the people, no, with God for us, as the word says, God is with us. If God be for us, who can be against us? So now Moses and Abram got two more standing on God's word. But then here we go again. We read about that in, in Numbers chapter 15. But now we're in 16. Now you got these 250 people with three others causing ruckus, causing confusion, complaining. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, much as we do today. We all do it, just not satisfied with the things that God has provided for us or that he said he would do. All his promises is in his word. You just got to pick it up and read it and put it back to him. We serve a God that stands on his promises. Heaven and earth will pass away before his word. Come back to him. Avoid. But you got these people. Now they got a problem with Aaron and the other priests. You were, you were assigned a task. Your task was to help out. Much like us today, in our churches, there are so many things that we can do in our church assembly, not for a form, not for a fashion, not for a show, but because your heart and your mind stay steadfast on God's word. You're doing it with an open heart, good intentions, keeping your mind on heavenly places, being obedient to your heavenly father. Take up your position wherever he leads you. Everybody's not meant to be in the pulpit. Everybody can't sing. But there is something that you can do if you want to Please, your Heavenly Father, we should be doing all things that's pleasing unto Him, not unto ourselves. Opening up our hearts and our minds and being obedient. If you are going to be obedient to your earthly Father, be obedient to your Heavenly Father. 
He has stored up so much that he wants in our lives individually. Nobody's life look like the other. But he knows every hair on our head. He knew us from our mother's womb. He loves us. His grace and mercy is everlasting. What more would you want in your life? He breathes his breath into our bodies on a daily basis. He wakes us up. He plants that idea. He gives us every working organ, every moving limb, the good thoughts so that we can bear good fruit. He guides our footsteps. All you got to do is call out to him. And in this passage, with these people rising up against Moses and Aaron, Can you imagine today if the whole ground underneath you opened up and swallowed you and all your possessions? I am so glad that Jesus Christ came and died on that cross for my sins. Because back in the Old Testament, they had a lot to contend with, as we see here. God didn't play. (laughs) He did not play. And as I take that for my life today, as I read his word, I start to meditate on the different things that the Old Testament provides me in the word as well as the new. And I thought about it today and I researched a little bit videos and it can't come quite come to my mind right now which country it was where it did swallow up a whole building the ground just opened up earthquake things of that nature sinkholes they called them strategically around in different countries just imagine with all the things that we got going on now And how, if Jesus Christ did not come, die on the cross for us, rose on the third day with all power in his hand. And his one thing that he's so serious about with us in our lives today is love. Love thou neighbor, not just your physical neighbor, your family, your friends, that stranger. Just imagine with everything that we've got going on in this world today. Because you guys know the sin starts in the eye, gets up around the heart. Just imagine with all the things that we got going on today, if we were like back in the old Testament when God got angry and opened up this ground and swallowed 
us with all our precious possessions that we hold on to, that we idolize, that he says, don't put no other gods before him. Those things that you hold so dearly to, the houses, the cars, those are idols, putting things before God. And I can talk about this. I try to keep my mouth off of certain things that I don't have any idea about. Sometimes I get in my own way. I'm still battling that flesh. I told you guys before, your flesh did not get saved. You invited God, the Holy Spirit, into your life, into your heart. So we will forever be fighting all fleshly things. And also, if you don't stay in your word, so you can get that wisdom and understanding. You will be forever doing it your way. But just imagine if we were back in that time. God got angry quick with disobedience. And I thank God that Jesus died on that cross, rose with all power in his hand on the third day and just asked me to love thy neighbor. Now, it does not negate the rest of the commandments. But if I keep my heart full of love and get away from that jealousy, that envy, that strife, that judgmental, type mentality that I used to have before God came and cleaned me up. And he's not through with me. He's not through with me. I'm going to be walking this thing out until he called me home. But what I am glad about today that I know that he will convict me in my walk, if there is something that I am not doing right that is unpleasing unto him, the Holy Spirit will convict you. And I choose to clean that up. I choose to clean that up. We have to have a made up mind to do right by others. To do what you can do with this in your means. Not anybody else's role. And as we see here in numbers, these men rose up with 250 people falling behind them because they were not they were not pleased with the roles that they were given in their lives. You know. My bishop said a few weeks ago, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And I'm always saying that. I sit in the passenger seat with my walk, with my heavenly father. I'm going to let him stay in the driver's seat. And whatever he chooses, whatever his will is for my life. That's what I'll do. And sometimes we may not always get it right, but that's what being 
in your word, fellowshipping with God, getting to know him for yourself. Let him be your friend, your father. He'll he'll come along and start etching the words of his daily bread across the tables of your heart. Give you something to think about. Give you something to think about. All it takes is something to think about when you get into your word. I'm still on fire for God. I'm still on fire for God, how he changed me, reshaped, made, and molded me. Everybody is not going to be that happy as you're happy when you know that you've been touched by God. Because if they ain't been touched, they don't understand what your excitement is. But I'm still on fire for him. And I know that if I stay in my word, that's going to keep me on fire. It's going to keep my mind in heavenly places. I'm not going to be so quick to grumble about the position that he puts me in. Because everything that he does in my life, he's working it out for my good. And I just thought about this as I was reading it the last couple days and how he had planted a message in my spirit, planting seeds, planting seeds. And I know I read it in Matthew and Mark and all of those places, but I said, Lord, you're talking to me about planting seeds. What is this all about? I'm reading about Caleb and Joshua coming on the scene. And as I began to meditate on what I was reading, in my spirit, he broke it down for me, planting seeds, letting people plant seeds of doubt. It's okay to have someone bring you a thought or even a message sometimes. But you have to have that discerning spirit that God gives all of us. If that message is right, if that situation is right for you. And when you are in God's word and you have a relationship with him, he'll give you the answer. All you got to do is cry out to him, call out to him. And that... It's what your girl will continue to do for the rest of her life. This ain't a impress a person, a people, place, or thing for me. This is a relationship with my Heavenly Father. He's the only one whose attention that I want to get. So as I decided to incorporate the morning inspirations on my show a year or so ago. I was on fire then and I'm on fire now just to share what I read on a daily basis that fills my soul, fills my cup up to the brim. And I am so thankful for the many of you that has decided to stick and stay in there with me 
I've had many of you tell me that you like the way that I tell the story and I really, truly appreciate that. So as we move into verse 33, Numbers chapter 16, verse 33, on out on Monday, we'll see how this thing ends. And by all means, if you want to move a little ahead and continue to read it over the weekend, please feel free. You'll be have one up on me. I've read it before, but I enjoy going back and reading it. But if you can't do anything else this weekend, give someone a kind word. A hot meal goes even further. Find you a word to hold on to. Find you something that you can write down on a slip of paper, slip it in your pocket or your pocketbook. Something to hold on to to be etched across the tables of your heart. And find yourself in a good Bible-based church, fellowshipping with like-minded people. Remember, it's not about the building. The Lord enjoys a joyful noise, a joyful noise. He loves to hear us cry out to him. It's like sweet music to his ears. With that, guys, I'm going to bid you a peace and blessings for the weekend. Don't forget to check out our Freedom Fridays Girl Chat show uh, every Friday with my co-host, Miss Riri. We're going to be on today about 2.15. As well as I am going to be constantly reminding you guys about the St. Paul Outreach Center conference that's coming to North Carolina, August 9th and 10th. I'm going to, I promise that I was going to talk about it all the way up until the day gets here. And that is what I'm doing. You don't want to miss it. It's a leadership conference, a.m. and p.m. We got some awesome leaders coming all out, of, all the way out of Georgia. Um, I think we have some coming out of South Carolina, Virginia, North Carolina. You don't want to miss it. We have a morning show, an evening show, and I am honored that they have asked your girl to emcee this event. So I'll be posting it on any of my social media pages. If you want to reach out to me personally, and get more information about it, I will direct you uh, to where you can go to get the information. Peace and blessings to you all until Monday morning.